Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's the Lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode... Two houses. And two sets of rules. All right, we've got a great uh, topic this week, and it came up with some of my friends and some of your friends, and it comes up every single day. It comes up all the time. It's always on Facebook groups. It's it's an issue. Should we talk about the issue? Let's talk about the issue. Um, Kids have two homes when they have two homes that they're living in. There's two separate uh, set of rules that exist in both homes. Unfortunately, this is the case, which I don't, I think it would be very rare to find to, you know, you and your ex have the same exact rules. Because even when you're married, you both have different perspectives and different outlooks and different ideas on how parenting should go. So when you get divorced, you get to do whatever you want, do what you want to do. You don't have to check with, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, we're a united front, even though that would be the best thing to do. But that doesn't usually happen. It's like, hey, I get to do what I want now. And that puts the kids in a tough spot. Like this house has this rules. This house has this rules. It's not just the rules either. It's also perspective and uh, on, on, on almost anything. It could be even political um, perspective or perspective on what movies are good to watch and there's there's a whole bunch of different things that are the kids are now torn between two households well yeah D- different standards maybe different morals maybe different religious beliefs at each house right maybe yeah. you were in the same church now you're not maybe, you know, it can span a large um so many large issues and it really can put the kids in a tricky position and it can put you as parents in a tricky position so I found this article and it had this lady that asked a question and I thought it was brilliant how she asked this question. So I'm going to, I'm going to say this question. Her question was, how can I get my ex to parent like me or, oh no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that is, no, 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 that is not the, so it, that's not the question you want to ask. So the question isn't, how can I get my ex to parent like me or to agree with me or to agree with me? The question is, so here's this what this lady says. When my child goes to their dad's house, he has different rules. When they come home, they think they can do whatever they want. I'm tired of the battle. How can I help them adjust between the different house rules? I think that this is so brilliantly worded because just like I said, you cannot get your ex to parent like you. That is not going to happen in 99% of the cases. In fact, if you bring this up to your ex and say, hey, so I'm doing this and I really want you to do this too. (laughs) Most of the time they're going to be like, well, that's nice. Yeah, we're divorced now. I don't have to do what you say. And right now, like I said, there are some some great co-parenting situations out there that hopefully they can do that. But most of the time it's not going to be like that. So I love how this lady said, it's not, how can I change my ex to do what I want them to do and to agree with me because we feel like we're right. Yeah, well, of course we're right. (laughs) But how can we help the children 
adjust to the different house rules. So I thought that this was brilliantly worded and it is a different perspective for us to look at than always being frustrated that, oh my goodness, this is what's going on over there. And, you know, it's frustrating. Well, and your kids can feel that frustration. Absolutely. Right. Especially if you're like grilling them. So what did your dad allow you to do this weekend? Right. What movies did you watch? What movies did you watch? Not because you really care. It's because you want to get more upset. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not how you're thinking in your head, but that's exactly what's happening. I mean, yeah. So, but, but isn't there a problem there too? Don't you want to know what your kids are doing? And what if they are doing things that you really feel are really bad? That's a tough one. Like if they're really doing things, like if you feel like your ex is putting your child in danger, then obviously that's a, that's a whole other well, issue. The definition of danger is perspective too right yes but so you're saying like so if in our house our rules are we don't watch r-rated movies or we don't watch ma shows and they're going over to their other parents house and watching r-rated shows or maybe they're being exposed to alcohol or are you talking about things like that yeah i mean yes uh... that you feel like are wrong and you're like whoa that is not okay um i don't know i think that you if if that's the situation i think you've got to find a mediator and you guys have to meet together with a mediator don't go to court like i found so many articles that were just like go straight to court go straight to court do not do that that just literally puts gasoline on the fire well and all it does is drain your bank account and (laughs) makes uh attorneys and lawyers rich yes so do not jump to court unless that's your last resort that is your absolute last resort so if you really have issues and you really feel like your kids are being harmed or damaged um, then you need to find a mediator. And and if your ex won't go, then you will have to get that court ordered, which that's actually not that big of an issue and not that big of a problem to get that court ordered. And you'll have court-ordered mediation, and hopefully you can work some things out through that. But but no. I, think, I think the most important thing you have to do is to change perspective. Yes, and stop focusing on your ex, who you have no control over, right? You don't. And focus on your child and how you can help your child. So, the well, an- you don't even have complete control over your child no. when they're with your ex. Of course not. So you, you've got to you've got to come up with, you know, how to help your child deal with that situation. Right. So the answer. So the question was, how can I help my child adjust with the different house rules? The answer, it's complicated. Right? It's complicated. Managing the different rules, expectations, personalities is extremely challenging. And it's it can be very emotional. There's probably going to be conflict. Um, so, but you can help your child understand and respect the different expectations of each parent without battles. Because you don't want to be battling your child every time they come to your house and they're like, well, I'm going to sit here and play video games all day long because that's what I just did at the other house. And you're like, uh, no, you're not. And guess what? Now you're the mean parent and they're going, well, I don't want to be here because dad said that I can do this. And you say it's you, you want to get out of this battle, right? You want to try and disengage from battling. But so does that mean that you should just kowtow to whatever your ex is doing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how we can help the child uh, manage because no you have rules at your house 
they have, maybe they don't have rules at their house and that's the biggest problem, who knows? Okay, let's get into it. You said, number one, perspective. Perspective. So I really liked how this article talked about, think about your own perspective. So it's going to start with you. Helping your child manage the two different households starts with you. So if you, understandably, feel angry or stressed, it's like your child is going to feel that way too. Your words, your tone of voice, your facial expressions, your eye rolling, what? your eye rolling, eye, your I've body language, those all communicate how you really feel. And your child picks up on that, right? Immediately. So, and sometimes it's really hard to hide all of those things that I just mentioned. Like, You're really good at it. I can fake it. I can't. I can fake it like no one can, right? I can, and you are, you wear your feelings on your sleeve, right? Right Your emotions. Right on my sleeve. Right on your sleeve. It's much harder for you. I can definitely, in fact, one of my kids just told me that they're, I have a really good poker face. Like they throw something at me that they think I'm going to be like, oh, and I was just like, huh, okay. So, yes. And and I blow up. I turn purple. (laughs) Steam comes out of my ears. My yeah, kids know this. You're not you're not so great at that. You're no. not so great at that. So but I like what you said here. It's you can't even just fake it. You actually have to change how you feel about it. Yes. Fake it until you make it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But fake it until you make it. So so you really have to change and say, I'm not in a battle with my ex. I need to focus on my child and not, oh, my child at my ex's house. No, you have no control. Right. Right? Instead, you should talk about um, the perspective on when your child is with you or raising your child to be a productive adult. I mean, that's yeah. that's your whole purpose, right? Yes. And and it says, though, I don't know, I, this was hard for me, but I'm going to I'm going to bring it up and I'm going to see what you think about this. Okay, you, you haven't heard any of this. No, at no, all. I haven't read. Any of this. So it says to try to take the perspective of your of your ex. So, for example, so let's say he, so let's say we're talking about your child's father. He, like other divorced fathers, may be trying to make up for the divorce by letting your child do whatever they want so there's little conflict when they're together. So the Disneyland dad or yeah. the Disneyland mom. Or buying gifts to compensate for, you know, whatever, right? We've done that before. If you understand your child's father's or mother's motives, it may make the situation easier. That's what this article said. I, I totally What do you agree. think about that? I totally agree with that. So try to get into... Try and get into your ex's head. Why are they doing what they're doing? Right? Maybe they do have a strong belief that they want to be a vegetarian. Right? And uh-huh. they will only eat vegetables at, at their house, but you're a meat eater. I mean, obviously, that's a conflict. Are you going to force your kid? If your kid is like, well, I want to eat kind of like mom at your house. Right. Are you, well, you're at my house. We eat meat. Really? I mean. No, that's not a battle you want to fight That's not with. a battle no, you want to fight with. So take it not. from their perspective. Why are they doing that? And you can't have the perspective. They're doing that just to stick it to me. This, I think that's a lot of the problem is you immediately go to that. Like when something is amiss or you feel like something, you know, that they're doing something that you don't agree with. You immediately feel like, well, they're just doing that. To get back at me. I don't think that that's usually the issue. It I might mean, be. It might be in the beginning. It might be in the beginning. Over time, no. Yeah. But it's just like, and you need to change that attitude. Because even if that is the case, 
having that attitude isn't going to help anything. Well, that brings up something. That means your ex is still controlling you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If they know that they can push your buttons, right? Then you're letting them do that. Yep. Yep. So I like this perspective. Put yourself in your ex's. Why are they doing what they're doing? What is their perspective? Well, right. you've got to remember, you are co-parenting. You are not a sole parent anymore. You have no absolute control anymore. Um, and that's just a fact. You, well, you didn't before. You say anymore. You didn't before well, when you, you were together. But you were it doing was it a together. little more unified. Um, yes, before. it was unified. You weren't a sole parent, though, before. Right. Yeah. You are a sole parent now, but co-parenting with your ex. So it's very complicated and very, right? It is, it is very challenging. So it says, so start. Start with ask your child questions that encourage back and forth conversations, not just yes or no um, answers. So things like, not like, uh, how was how was your time at your dad's? Good, right? That's not, uh, so it says to say, how does it feel to have different rules at your dad's and my house? Is that hard for you? Is it? Yeah. And, and, it do, and you don't have to, you don't want to target and say, how is it like having rules at our house and no rules at your dad's? Yes, do not do that. They, that's immediately putting them on the defensive, right? And just like, oh, here I am in the middle of this. Well, and, and all you are are being snarky and yes. you're putting down your ex. That right. doesn't do any good. It doesn't. And it just damages your kid. Right. Instead, I love this because it says, hey, there's rules at both houses. How is that for you? Is that tough? Well, and it says the more that your child talks about their feelings the better that your child can understand and respond to other people's points of view. So maybe if they start, if you start talking about, okay, so your dad has these rules, we have these rules, this is why we have these rules. And, and I'm sure your dad has these rules because of this. Right. Right? Because you've put yourself in that space. I like yeah. this one. Yeah. This is a good one. Too. So the next one, it says, set boundaries about the rules. So it says, although your child may like one set of rules better than the other, which they, which will. they are going to, it's best to be direct about the fact that the rules are different and it's your responsibility to follow both sets of rules. So Ooh, I like this. That is no, I don't feel like that is being like unreasonable for the child. They still have to have some boundaries and rules. And I like that it says this, that these are our rules. We expect you to follow them when you're here and keep that boundary. What do you think about no, that? No, I, I like that one. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's different rules at school than there are at home. Right. Right. And there's difference. So I, I, I yeah. like this one. All right. Next one. Be consistent and follow through. Consistency is key. I we you've taught me this one over the years. It is so important. And follow through is so important. The follow through one is really I, I'm, I'm great at idle threats. You're, you're, you don't do it not anymore. Not anymore, but when yes. we first got married. I'm going to make you walk five miles I'm home. Gonna well, you no, walk you're home. not. So stop <laughs> saying that because you're losing all credibility. So, yes, and I feel like I have seen friends go through this and their kids just know how to get away with everything because they know that the follow through is going to and, and the be consistency. Yep. This is even more difficult when there's two households. Oh, absolutely. Like, don't ground your child at your ex's house. You're grounded for a week. And okay. then they're going over to your ex's house. We have done this. We have done this. This is stupid. I don't, I actually don't agree with that. Because there have been you times. You don't agree it's stupid? Or I, you do agree it's stupid? I don't agree that it's stupid. 
Okay. Because we have done this before. Yes, we have. We have grounded a child from, say, they did something and we're like, you know what? You have no video games for the next week. Right? Mm -hmm. And you have talked to your ex and said, I'm talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said, hey, this is what happened. Do you have my back on this? If they don't, then all you can do is control what happens at your house. And you say, when when you're at my house, no video games. So before you dish out any discipline... If it's going to cover a span of transition, yes. talk to your ex and say, this is the situation. Yeah. Can you get on board with Can you me? get on board with, hey, no video games for the next week right. or whatever. And if is. they can, great. In fact, that is fantastic. Your okay. child will see that you are talking and you are. And there's some consistency yes. between households. So that would be fantastic. But that might not happen. They may go, no. you know what? Too bad for you. They're playing video games when they come to my house. And that's all you can do is have that at your house. So- Okay. That's what I meant by... I got you. No, and I agree with you there. But in general, don't dish out Don't dish out um, things you can't follow through. Yes, on. yes. That you, yeah, you have no idea. And be idea. consistent with the rules, right? Yes. Kids will push boundaries. They they do. They're trying to figure out where they fit in in um, this crazy world that you've put them in. Yep, absolutely. So. Um, and next one's focus on the positive. If you find yourself focusing on the negative or getting into battles... With your child, try reinforcing positive actions, such as, like, it was so helpful that you threw the trash into the wastebasket. <laughs> that would be hard for me. <laughs> if, if that's thank the only... Thank you for not being a pill. Oh, right. Thank you for not throwing your trash on the floor. I'm sorry, but they... <laughs> no, if, if they're throwing their trash on the floor... You've got some bigger issues there. If they well, but you do, you do do this. It, uh, we we have some pretty interesting rules around the kitchen, right? If you can make whatever you want in the kitchen, yeah, doesn't make matter. a mess. Don't care. Make a mess, but you just have to clean it up. Yes, you do. Right, and I'm if you don't clean maid. it up, I'm not your maid. Right, if you don't clean it up, then you know, hey, you go after them and you say, hey, go clean that up. But yeah. you also praise them for, hey. Thanks for cleaning up the kitchen. So oh, yes. you do do this. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm talking about just that that exact situation. Like if your okay. child's throwing garbage on the floor. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> You've got some problems. You've got some problems. But no, I, I'm big on positive reinforcement and, hey, you did a good job. Thank you for doing that. But, um, you're, but you're also, hey, these are the rules. You got to follow them. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. If you want to make a mess, go for it. But I'm not cleaning you up clean your mess. Up. Yep. I'm, yeah. Okay. Last one in this little section. Assess yourself. Let's see. If you are feeling upset about your child not following your rules, ask yourself what you are expecting of your child <laughs> and of yourself. Step back and look at your own perspective. Are you? Are your expectations realistic? For example, maybe it isn't possible for your child to get all their homework done at their father's house. See if you can reach a compromise that works for all of you. So, so are you again, setting unrealistic expectations? That's right. what this is about. Yes. And hey, when you're at your dad's house, you need to have that report finished before you come here. Well, maybe there was a reason why they couldn't. And instead of just getting all upset, you know, once again, that was out of your control. That was out of your control. Yes, that would be great if they came back to your house with their report finished. But if they don't, don't get into a battle about it. Let's get on it. Let's finish well, this. Well, this also has to do with... Um, are you are you asking are your rules in your own house um, not getting the behavior you want out of your child? Yeah, yeah. Right? Are they just to please you, or are you ultimate goal? I think the ultimate goal is to raise you know productive adults. Right?
Okay, the next section is make a plan together. This is together with you and your child, right? Yes, not with your ex. Not with your ex. Not with your, unless, like I said, unless you have a wonderful relationship. But this this whole podcast is about- You, you and your kid. You are having issues with the two two sets of rules. And so this is making a plan with your child. Okay, so this is all about strategies, right? So when your child is engaging in a, in a problem, you want to work on how can you solve the problem together instead of you telling them what to do. Right. Is that what this is yes, about? Yes, and I like how it keep, it talks many times about that you're helping your child gain executive function skills. Ooh, which, so they'll be a CEO. Yes, I love this. I love this. And it says studies have found that when children develop executive function, function skills, they're more likely to thrive now and in the future. Who doesn't want our kids to thrive? We want them to thrive. So determine what the problem is and sit down and say, listen, this isn't, we've got some issues. This isn't working. We're getting into too many battles. We need to come up with a plan so that we can better manage um, the transitioning of the houses and so that we aren't battling all the time. So, Okay, so the first bullet here, talk with your child about the hardest thing in making the transition. Yes. From one home to another. Yes. So I like that. I really like this. It says write down the issues that they face without any judgment. Like you can't be like if they say, well, the hardest thing for me is that I can't bring my PS4 over. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Right. We don't allow games in this yes. house. Or, you know, like that's ridiculous. We have a we here. Like you cannot <laughs> react that way. It's write them down first. Is what yes, it says, because. Right? That may be really important to your child, whatever it is. And you may think it's dumb. Like, well, my bed over at my dad's house is way better than the bed here. And I hate this. Like, you can't be like, well, you spoiled little brat. Like, you cannot <laughs> respond that way, right? No, You I have to not. be like, okay, you know what? Let's write this down and then encourage. Let's, let's brainstorm. Let's problem solve. Okay, so you can't bring your PS4 over here. But let's let's think about some things that can help you, you know, feel just as entertained over here and start brainstorming and writing things down. Or your bed really sucks over here, which I hate that word. I can't believe I just said that. I know, but, that's yeah. horrible, honey. <laughs> so maybe, you know, hey, let's we maybe we can get you a different mattress or maybe we can get you a top. Like whatever the issue is, brainstorm with you and the child. What well, well, what if there's no even after brainstorming, you come up with this. There's really no solution to this. Because <laughs> well, that, that's going to be the case. Uh, Sometimes. I guess. I don't know. I feel like there's always got to be some kind of solution. I do. I don't well, feel my like dad there's lets no me, My dad lets me drink and smoke at his house. Why can't I do that here? Well, because we don't feel like that's healthy. And we don't feel like that's helping so you. So let's brainstorm on some ideas. Yeah. Uh, at our house, you can drink. A Red Bull, but you can't drink beer. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> you can drink Mountain Dew. I'm just saying, yeah. you, you you may you may have situations where you're not going to be able to solve it. Yes, you got you have to, but it's okay to still talk about it's it. Still, and, it's okay to talk about yes, it. Yes, yeah, talk absolutely. about with no judgment, with no judgment. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. If they do say something like, "Well, yeah, at my dad's house, I'm drinking and smoking, and you won't let me do that here," right? And you're like, "Well." I'm not going to let you do that here. I don't think you're old enough. I don't think that that's a good... We don't do that here. You're judging. Don't judge. Just write it down. Well, no. Then you're you're supposed to brainstorm solutions. And you just said... You you said, why can't I do that here? So I'm, I'm answering the well, question. Well, let's not talk about why. But let's that's just... what you said. 
That's what you just asked me. Well, <laughs> I'm answering your I, question. I know, but don't answer the question. That's what it says here. It says brainstorm ways I know. without judgment. But then you said that you, as the kid, you said. I know you fell into my trap. Oh, my gosh. You fell into my evil trap. <laughs> okay. So, so brainstorm. So if they ask you a question, you're saying don't answer it. No, no, it's it's called brainstorm ways that you can come together. So if you're saying, well, we don't do that at this house because blah blah blah, that's a form of judgment, right? But if you're if you just you just said you're the child and you just asked why I can't do that here, you're saying don't answer that. I'm saying let's come up with ways to solve the differences instead. So if they say they already why know. can't I do that here? Because they know the answer because I said so. That's the ultimate answer. So if they say back to, I'm asking, I'm still asking you this. If they say, why can't I do that here? It says, well, let's not talk about why. Let's talk about some things that we can do to compromise around it. Okay. That's a diversion because they already know why. Yes, they do. But they may need, hear, they may need to hear it again. They, they may, but we're not at that point yet. We're at the point of still brainstorming. As soon as they say why, they're asking you to shut them down. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you're right. They already know why. They already know they why. They already know why. Right. Yeah. So instead... Because dad's so cool. He lets me do whatever I want. Yeah. So you turn it around and say, well, let's not talk about why. Let's talk about what compromises or how we can make the situation better. Right. So that you feel comfortable here and at your dad's. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. I like that. Um, all right. Next one. So wait. So it says to what? evaluate the solutions. And it says here you're asking your child to take their own and others perspective so that's after you've written down kind of the yeah so after you've solutions. brainstormed and solutions okay. so you're like okay so we're looking at pers- different perspectives and we're brainstorming okay so so this keeps them engaged and involved without shutting them down right Got yeah it. yeah okay I all like right that all right next um now you go through the solution and say, all right, what's going to work and what's not going to work um, from the solutions that we came up with? Because maybe the solution was when you're when they're like, yeah, at dad's house, I can drink and smoke and I can't hear. So well, what's your solution about that? And if they say, well, my solution is I want to drink and smoke here. <laughs> right? Well, that's so, only one solution. Right. So There's you write several... that down yeah. without your eye rolling. Okay. That's a solution. And then... Right. At the end, you come back and go, OK, so let's talk about things and what's, you know, what's really going to fly over here, because that's not going to fly here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you drink and smoke here. Well, and, and this is where you come up with, hey, how to create a strategy to try to make things better. Right. Right. They know where you stand. They're going to push up against that. But this is where that executive function comes in. How do you compromise? How do you come up with a solution that's best for both for both you and your child? Right. Yeah. 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 And is it when you know make sure that you consider each solution without your eye rolling from the perspectives of everyone involved. So it says when your child takes some responsibility for solving their own problems, then they're more likely to follow through with the solutions if they've been part I totally of agree. that. Right. So you know you're you're giving life skills here. So what do you think? What do you, what do you what do you think about all this? No, I, I think I think this is good. Now we just have to figure out how to make it real. Right. Yes. Because I these are great ideas. This. We've we completely botched this. Yeah. On um, yeah. Sometimes we sometimes have. Sometimes we have. And I'm like, oh man, if I could go back and change that one thing. Yep. You know. Yep. But you can't. So, but you can learn from it, and I guess that's the best thing we can do. That's right. Keep learning. 
Okay, our limited mo of the week is um, has a continuation from last week. If you listened to last episode, you know I did the limited mo of the week myself. I was planning on getting the uh, laundry room all done. Well, I didn't know that you when we I was gone and you were acting like you didn't have time to do anything. So you were like, oh, you know, I well, barely. I, re- I really didn't have any time to do anything. You, it's amazing how much you got I done. Just so you didn't su- sleep. You surprised me, and you had you were like, oh, I've just done a little bit of painting and. You had done so much. That was a great surprise. So it is continued. But as every, <laughs> every home improvement project always takes three times longer than it should. And 20 trips to Lowe's. And 20. We're only up to 10. I know. Right? So there's going to be some more trips to Lowe's. No, no. Obviously. We got to finish this soon. But it's the laundry room remodel. So it's coming along. We'll send you some pictures when it's all done. Um, but they will be um fuzzy pictures so you can't see the details well so the lemonade is that you've had some setbacks i mean sorry the lemons is that you've had setbacks like a counter that you put in that got stuck anyway it was yeah, it was a disaster. it was a very frustrating day for you let's just say that <laughs> yes i didn't curse you did not curse not out loud maybe in your head no but i was just grumpy you were yes that was a very frustrating day for you but the lemonade is that it is looking, the countertops in, the sinks in, uh, hopefully this weekend, the cabinets, it, it is looking It'll be done this fantastic. weekend. Fantastic. It's looking great. Thank you. You're welcome. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org where you can leave questions and comments. Uh, But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm